0: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we are doing just that. Better known as the Vibe of Thrive, and uh, creating what I like to think about, positive talk radio, positive change across the planet, for people to tune in, turn on, and tap your feet together twice. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. With the little... What, what are they, those little ruby slippers that we all have? Welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. There's my imagination going. Why? Because I read this book by my very special guest. She's coming up. Dr. Charlotte Resnick. And, you know, the power of your child's imagination. You know, the kind of the question that I, I'm, I, I've had in my, You know, day-to-day living has been, what the heck has ever happened to the imagination? I remember Benny talking on the show not too long ago and saying man you know as a kid we used to do this i used to love going to these movies i used to love doing this or that and then every once in a while i have moments of creativity that just pop out and just long to to manifest somehow and you know people that have come to um our offices up in bothell they've walked in and they've seen these goddess heads and people say to me where'd you get them from and i've said well i i actually made them and they they then say well you know, do you make them regularly? And I say, no, I actually had like about 18 months to two years where I was just like doing this. But today and every day I get to come on air. I get to connect with all of you out there and connect with you in a very creative way. But, you know, today we're talking about two individuals that I get to chat with today. As I said, Dr. Charlotte Resnick is one of them, and Krishna Das is another you know when we're thinking about whether it be the power of our children a child's imagination or we think about krishna das and the work that he's he's done chance of a lifetime you now have two back-to-back hours on the dr pat show where we're going to be talking about how to move outside from the inside how to make sure we stay in touch with that creativity that is truly ours and i've got a a lot of questions for Dr. Resnick, of course. But one of the things I will tell you, you know, as a child educa- educational psychologist and associate clinical professor of psychology at UCLA, the author of the, the, and of course, the LA Times bestselling book, The Power of Your Child's Imagination, you know, we are talking with someone that has a private practice and decided that there was a message that needed to come the forefront. So she's joining us here today because we often ask, and especially in these days and times, how can we have our children be more creative? And here we are, we're faced with every one of them having a cell phone, a Blackberry, some kind of device. And yet in our minds, we say, oh, they're not being creative. They're not de-stressing. All they are is tied up with their video games. And yet now we get a product like we and all of my friends are out there with the We Fitness thing. So, what is it we can learn from Dr. Resnick? What is it that she has decided to write about? Why is this a best selling book? And do we have that child in each and every one of us? So, we're thrilled to have her on the show. We've got lots to talk about, and I want to give her a big, big welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, Dr. Resnick, thank you for joining us. Welcome to to the show, Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm too. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: It's really good. To, it's great to have you here. We're going to give away copies of the books. And uh, of course, we have a CD that we'll give away as well. I want to ask you about this. I was reading in the book, and I just let me make sure I get to the right place. And you know, one of the things you said was, I wrote the power of your child's imagination to teach you to teach your children how to fish. For the food, of course, fish dot, 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 for the food of the soul, of the, of the growing self with the tools of imagination. Wow. That is a huge undertaking and so amazingly needed right now. When you said that, what exactly was motivating you to sit down and write this to even believe this is something we needed to do today?
1: I have been driven by this in the last 20, 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just feel, you know, when you were talking about the blackberries, yeah. I'm thinking, I tell the kids all the time, as much stimulation as there is outside, there's that much and more inside. Mm-hmm. And with the world we live in, they're not going away. We is not going away. We could limit it, but it's, it's not disappearing. I think we need to teach our kids how to balance and not lose themselves, but reconnect to themselves, because that's where the power is. That's, you know, connecting to themselves, their intuition, their imagination, their creativity, all of that. And, you know, I started out actually in the inner city in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and the kids were so desperate, and it was so dark, and I really had to find a way to, to touch their souls that what the traditional counseling wasn't going to do.
0: Exactly.
1: And it just wasn't working. So this way by teaching them tools to go inside, it could transform their lives and they could learn to be okay no matter what's going on around them. And even though today I work with a very different population generally Mm because I'm in private practice, it it appeals to everyone. These are just tools to help you learn to cope, to thrive with whatever challenges are facing you because you're going inside for the answers. And I do believe our kids have the wisdom. They just need a little bit of guidance to help them along the way.
0: Well, I I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, what's interesting is people have asked me a lot, um, especially here recently when I'm interviewed, you know, what what is it that gives me sort of this, this, this spunkiness, this, this creativity to create this kind of talk radio program? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it? You know, and I have to tell you, you said something very interesting. I never thought about it. You know, I grew up in the inner city. Mm. I did. You know, we had to have fun in the cement jungle. Right, right, right. Y- yes. y- you had to figure out a way to make the best of your life on those monkey bars.
1: Yes, right. <laughs> I know. I was on the streets of Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, well, I was
0: in the Bronx. So I was like, well, I was like a shot right over. Right. What is it? <laughs> right. The Throg's Neck or something? Something that connects us. So you know. So I thought about that for a little bit, and you know what I'm talking about then. Mm-hmm. There is a level of creativity that happens. I remember one of my friends said to me once, I was interviewed uh, uh, here recently, and they asked me a question about what I said. They said to me, what did you love doing as a kid? And I had to think about that. The Mm -hmm. answer was, we used to take chalk and we used to create these racing strips between manhole and manhole uh-huh. that we could roller skate. Yes. We used to do like the roller skating thing. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about this. Do you believe that we are now with our children in a less creative environment or a more creative environment than, like, perhaps when I was growing up or even Benny growing up. I think there are people are making some assumptions about the kids of today, and I just wanted to get your take on it.
1: I, I think it's, I, I would answer both, frankly, mm-hmm. because in a way, the kids I see are very um, – very, it's a very structured life, but they're very um, busy. They're doing all these different classes, which might be creative after school. The school isn't really able to anymore. Mm-hmm. to music and art and more creative activities. So parents are then trying to get them after-school activities. So they're going from one activity to the other, and there doesn't seem to be any downtime to just sort of space out, space out maybe in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we were younger or another time, kids just played, and they had lots of free time. And within that free time, all kinds of ideas you know, could come to you in that in that kind of resting place where your mind is just free. Whereas the kids today, I see, are going from one activity to the other. They have lots more homework, partly because there's so much more information coming in in our world. Mm-hmm. You know, every year it's exponential how, how much new information is coming in, and we're trying to teach our kids some of it, not all of it, of course. But it piles things on. I mean, just think history has increased so much over the time. So... Um, I would go. I would not say it's one or the other. I think in some circumstances mm-hmm. it's more, and some less. And everyone is individual. I would hate to say, you know, we're going downhill in terms of imagination, and creativity. Right. I don't think that that's true, though. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So it just leads different things. Think what's happened on the internet. Like some exactly. of the young boys I saw ten, fifteen years ago are doing brilliant things in work with the internet and creating new. New ideas for us. So it's going to maybe in a different direction than we're used to.
0: Well, I just ran into Eric. I was coming into the to show, coming into the studio, right? I just ran into Eric, one of the producers uh-huh. here, who is actually going to interview me later today and he was and his little Blackberry, right? Yes. And you know, and, and he said, you know, he said, This is really cool because I have an app I, I'm I'm downloading an app to listen to the show. Right?
1: He's in the studio and he's downloading it.
0: uh, Yeah, well, because he's not actually in But, you know, so he can have it on his cell phone 24-7. That's great. Oh, my gosh. Brilliant. I mean, you know, we barely were able to use the cell phone. When I was, we didn't have cell phones when I was growing up, but, you know, we were barely able to use the telephone when yeah. I was growing up. Those <laughs> rotary phones. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, more with the power of your child's imagination, how to transform stress and anxiety into joy and success. Dr. Charlotte Resnick joining us here today. We're going to be giving away copies of the book. We're going to be giving away CD and we're going to be taking your questions. Let's take a short break. We'll be right Back with the Doctor Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By.
2: I'm in
3: love with you. I've made up my mind, pretty baby. Here's what I'm going to do.
4: Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Or call 206 824
5: 5521 and be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Burhuns on The Dr. Pat Show. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Becky, how much weight have you lost since coming to Positive Changes? I've lost 65 pounds. How does that make you feel? It put me back in control. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something to eat, I would take a couple bites and push the rest away. Was it easy to lose the weight? It was really easy. It made me make better food choices. I didn't give up anything. I think I will really keep this weight off forever. How has losing the 65 pounds affected your health? My cholesterol is lower. I'm off my blood pressure medication. My knees don't hurt anymore. My back doesn't hurt.
1: I feel awesome.
5: Make a lasting change in your life call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Did you know that the visible spectrum has beneficial frequencies for the human body that provide a valuable tool for healing? Based on the knowledge that each color relates to a particular frequency or vibration, also regarded as energy, you can promote healing effects when wavelengths, colors, are used appropriately. Clothes are like filters for the color waves over our bodies and choosing what we wear determines quantity and quality of color light energy which is absorbed into our physical body for example people with high blood pressure should avoid red color instead wearing blue or green color will promote calming and soothing and opposite people with low blood pressure should wear red as a known stimulant color but also should be aware that it raises the pulse rate to avoid raising the pulse the red color can be substituted with orange this tip has been brought to you by Galia filipova Specializing in energy, color, art, healing at Access Wellness Center, real healing naturally. Call today, 425-251-6625 to book your personalized color tests and see which color does your body need at this moment.
4: Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S., Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low-cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com.
1: Is your cheek raise you up?
2: Can you speak? In my arms hold you near my arms love you
0: dear love Welcome back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and i have been so looking forward to having this conversation with dr charlotte resnick um the book is the power of your child's imagination how to transform stress and anxiety into joy and success we're actually going to give away uh three copies uh of the book um why don't benny why don't we start doing that now. Get that cranking. You can give us a shout. We'd love to give you a copy. 1-800-930-2819. one 930 2819 That's our toll-free number. Please give us a shout. Benny will get some information, and we will get you a copy of the book and or the CD. Um, Dr. Resnick, thank you for joining us today. Um, oh, I'm today. glad
1: to be speaking with you. Yeah, really. th-
0: this is really cool. I, I want to jump to a-, a part of the book which got my attention like almost immediately is Mary. In fact, I have to admit, I went right to this chapter.
1: Mm.
0: It says, everyone deserves to be happy. How yeah. your child can be his own best friend. Wow. I mean, we talk about that on the show. But, you know, I don't know that we've talked about it very much when it comes to our kids. So our children deserve to be happy as well, right? Oh, of course. And mm.
2: it
1: starts with, y- with you inside, inside yourself. Mm. Because if you want to be a good citizen, citizen a good happy person helping others you have to take care of yourself and i see so many kids that walk through my office doors that just don't feel good about themselves and their parents are wondering well we do everything right what's wrong (laughs) and yet we we don't always know what's going on with our kids and what they're experiencing inside and how they're interpreting so to teach a child to to love herself or himself to be their own best friend is paramount because then then they could start learning empathy for others as well. If you don't have enough of yourself, it's very hard to be kind to others. And kids that come in that get teased or bullied, I, we always talk about how the child that's teasing them must feel really, really bad and must feel really way low down that he's trying to bring, you know, the, the child that's with me down to their level to make themselves feel better. So we really want to start from day one, and, and in fact, I even at the end of the chapter, you probably noticed I have this uh, guided journey about loving yourself from day one and reparenting yourself, because as hard as we try as parents, we of course we're not perfect, so the idea is to have the child imagine being held and loved exactly how they want, whatever their imagination is desiring, and start from day one, and then seeing themselves, imagining themselves, Growing up with all the love just the way they want it and bring them up to their their age right then, whether it's 5 or 7 or 10 or 15, and then imagining themselves moving on into the future having received that love Mm -hmm. and what a difference that makes, what a shift that makes in how they feel about themselves. What
0: cultivates uh, and i 'm going to just go right to this because i you know i want to i want to hear your you know your your take on this what cultivates imagination, and what I mean by that is you know, I always remember as a kid being extraordinarily Imaginative, You know, to only, almost to an extreme, you know, for my dad, pretty much, you mm-hmm. know, but my, my mom, my stepmom, pretty much, you know, she, she pr- pretty much got that we needed to be happy. But there's this line that some parents draw and they say, you know, you're a little imaginary friend. I think, like at age ten, that little friend's got to go away. Yeah, it's right. like it was okay when you were seven and you right. had your imaginary friend, but you're ten now, and right. so now the imaginary friend has to go away, kind of like Santa. And there I am, trying to bring them back. again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, don't take my friend from me. But I'm. But this is this is something that goes on regularly.
1: Well, because parents think it's the right thing to do. They're not doing it from, you know, a bad place. They think, oh, they have to live in in reality. And they're not realizing that this is a wonderful aspect. If mm-hmm. they have an imaginary friend, it's tapping into another part of themselves, their creativity. And I bring in imaginary friends, I encourage it so that they have animal friends or wizards or wise people. That could that could counsel them. Because when you ask a child like why did you do this, they might say, I don't know. But when you say, Oh, Maybe we can call an animal friend to see how, you know, what you can do to get along with your brother better. Exactly. (laughs) So you're kind of bypassing their defense system. You're going into that right brain, into that intuitive brain, into that creative part, and coming up with answers that you wouldn't normally get. You just ask straight out.
0: And that's really what we're talking about as well in the book. I mean, there are techniques, there are tools, as you put it, for, you know, enabling us to come to a place of extreme creativity and success. I mean, we're talking about problem solving here as well.
1: Yes, for everyday problems like getting along with people, um, being able to sleep at night, facing if your parents get divorced, how to handle that. Oh, all kinds of issues that I really feel are very practical and important to handle, but to handle it maybe in a more creative, more fun way. So we're in
0: the, in the process of this. And for those of you just tuning in, I'm talking to Dr. Charlotte Resnick. Uh, we're talking about her book, The Power of Your Child's Imagination, How to Transform Stress and Anxiety into Joy and Success. And what I want to say, this is really a book for parents, aunties, grandparents. This is, this is a way to breathe some new life into your your kid's imagination, your child's imagination. Um, One of the things that many have said was that we'll sit there with our children and we'll say, go do this, go do that. And yet we as parents haven't learned to sit down and draw what we're feeling. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and whenever I do a workshop or a conference and I have parents in the audience or therapists or teachers or whoever, I always lead them through these exercises so that they could – get it, Do so they understand themselves what it feels like, because then they could help their child. I mean, last week I just spoke at a conference of uh, private school teachers in Southern California. I just got a Facebook, you know, a little message from th- saying, so, you really wowed me. I went home, I went back to my school, told all the teachers they were so sorry they weren't at your, your talk, and I introduced the concept of the wizard to my kindergarten students, as young as five. So I was really thrilled to hear that.
0: I think it's an incredible process. You know, of course, um, for me, this is something I love doing in the work that I do and the coaching that I do. So this fits right in. I think that you know, there's a point in time that we get where we think we're too old for this. And I want to, I want to ask you about this.
1: Never too old. I know, but never you... too old. Tools are for grownups too. I had one <laughs> grandma said, "I want a wizard." You know, or, that's exactly right. Or her mom say, "Where's that time management?" You know, helper. So I want one too. So, do we have to teach
0: parents and adults how to play? Well, we could. You know what I'm saying? Yes, open the door,
1: <laughs> encourage, allow.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, who doesn't want their own wizard? Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> I mean, don't you think? You know, whenever we're doing a show and a guest may not show up, I would like to bring on my wizard yeah. <laughs> to have a conversation. <laughs> have a conversation with my wizard. You but could definitely do. That. I could definitely believe me. I could and do if it. You
1: start out with the balloon breath, which is really a basic meditation breath. Yes, but when I started this work so many years ago, meditation wasn't really popular to talk about. No,
0: not really, right? And
1: so, you know, the balloon breath was like very, you know very nice white bread, you know, because it, it's basically deep breathing into your belly to three inches below your belly button. So it just calms and centers you. And if you continue, I mean, more than the three breaths that I start the kids out with, mm. then you're really going into a meditation. And then when you're in that connected state, you well, you know you get all these amazing ideas, and then you can have a conversation with your animal friend or wizard or wise person
0: you know one of the things you talk about is you say, "Act out a slow motion picture, and I want to talk about that for a little bit because you know let's let 's address that exercise in itself mm-hmm. um, as parents I think we're we, we could be drawn to the place of not allowing our children, or our loved ones to truly act out the slow motion picture the way they want it. Could you tell us a little bit about what this does for the child? Sure. I was
1: thinking of this when I was writing about kids visualizing victory like Olympic athletes. Yeah. You know, with the recent Olympics, it's really everybody, all, Olymp- all Olympians have been using visualization in their imagination. One girl this year said, gosh, I've been imagining myself since I'm five years old getting a medal. And this year she got a medal. So When you think about it, if if your daughter is into skating or your boy is into basketball, for example, not to be sexist, but just to give examples, they could actually just close their eyes and imagine watching themselves shooting that basket and slowly they could see the ball going exactly into that, touching the rim and going right into the basket. Or the girl, maybe she's working on a spin, a new spin in ice skating and just slowing it down so she sees all her movements going really, really well and then she could speed it up, and then she could practice it. And also acting out for the younger kids, they actually put that imagination and physically move around. So they could just play with it a little bit, and before they get on the ice or before they get on the court, because their body is getting ready. But if you use both your imagination, visualization skills, and your body movement, that brings in more senses. And The more senses you could bring in to an imagination exercise, the the more real it becomes. You could imagine what the court smells like or what the ice, you know, how cold it is. And just bring in everything you can to make it as real as you possibly can.
0: Well, there are so many children these days and and just about anywhere you go in the country that are engaged in physical activity. Sports yeah. and athletics has really taken on new meaning, especially for both men and women and girls and boys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's all around success as well. You know, how do young people talk about success? Let's talk about that when we come back from break. You know, what do our children really believe about success? And can you use colors to truly change an energy. How do colors play into imagination? That and much more. My very special guest, Dr. Charlotte Resnick. We'll take a short break on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive. Bye. We'll be right back.
2: There's
5: a place in your heart and I know that it is love and this
1: place is much brighter than tomorrow.
3: The Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi is now enrolling its Spring Trainings. Visit the event calendar at iiqtc.org. The iiqtc is one of the most respected training and research centers for qigong and tai chi outside China. The iiqtc's trainings are like personal retreats and are often life-transforming. Visit beautiful Santa Barbara, California this March 15th through the 20th or Austin, Texas for Level 1 Teacher Training April 29th through May 6th. Today is the day to start living your life
5: where true wellness begins.
6: What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aquamantra believes you are, which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky water at Aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you. Lucky for our planet.
0: There are ways to get there. If you care enough for the living,
5: make a little space.
0: Back, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, give us a call. Um, not give us a call. For more information about us, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. T H E D R, pat or simply go to Dr. Pat Live For more information about this amazing best selling author and this book that we're referring to today, The Power of Your Child's Imagination, uh, you can go to imageryforkids.com. Imageryforkids.com. Uh, Dr. Charlotte, we have a caller calling in with a question. I would love to go to the phone, take the question, and then we'll get right to our topic. Let's bring on Linda from New Jersey. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, how are you? Good. Good. I, it, it's a question and a comment, I guess, okay. in a combination. Um, I've been listening to what you've been saying about kids and imagination, and, and I, I think it's great because the kids don't play in the dirt like I used to. But um, the, the thing is, too, is that kids today seem to have everything that they want. Oh. There is no wishing or dreaming that I'm going to be an Olympic star or I'm going to get a gold medal. Um, and they have, you know, the computers, they have the iPods, they have the phones, they have the games, they have, they, they get so many things that they're wrapped up in, and ha- it's the parents, I guess, and the teachers at school because they tell them, okay, don't daydream in class, or you're mm. talking too much, or, you know, focus on what we're doing and, and not the creative part of it, or if they put their imagination into a project or something that they're working on, the teacher says, well, that's not what I asked you to do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, she I did, know that was a mouthful. That's but
0: a, That's a bunch of good points right there, Linda. Right. That's right. A really a lot of good, good stuff here. Um, but she talked about a couple of different things. And, you know, I think, Linda, maybe we should start off where you kind of were starting off, with this idea of a generation of children, or the perception is in this country anyway, Dr. Resnick, yeah. that we have generations of kids that have gotten everything.
1: They have so much. Yeah. Is and that true? Have, I think we're talking about, um, Linda was talking about material things that they yes, have. Yes, exactly. But what we want to teach them and emphasize is our values about the inner, about mm. being kind and compassionate and being empathetic right. and, you know, being caring. And that that does not come from material things. So at home, as parents, if these are your values or whatever your values are, your positive values are... One, your role models for them, and two, you, you have uh, several years before they run off with their peers mm. to teach them and show them <coughs> what's important and give them the opportunity to mm. develop that. Even simple things like helping out in a local soup kitchen or going to the library and you know reading in a group or whatever service opportunities you have, if that's important to you, you could certainly teach your kids that. And you could certainly limit things that they have. And so a lot of families have, they don't get everything they want all the time. They only get gifts at, you know, holiday time or their birthdays. And they have to, they do, they look at the home as uh, we all live, we're, we all take part, we all help out, and everyone has their job depending on their age level. And make it, this is our family. We want to have harmony in our family. How do we do that? How do we treat each other? And so to to teach those values, if, if if you feel your school isn't able to do that for you. Hmm.
0: Linda, one of the other do, things... Oh, go ahead, Linda.
1: How do we get back to that, though?
2: Because, I, you know, and yes, I know there's children that don't have material things, and parents pay attention to what they're doing with children, but... Or not. You have, or not necessarily. Or not. And, and the parents, some parents will just give to keep the kid happy and out of their hair because they're busy doing what they need to do or want to oh, do.
0: Okay, Yeah. That's right. an interesting point because we've now accelerated, you know, the 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 busyness of parents. Both parents now, right. most of the time, have to work. Right. Um, they have to work really, really, really work Long in head. a lot of jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. because our work system has changed. Mm-hmm. And so, h- how do we how do we deal with that?
1: So wow. the projects we're giving our kids, you know, maybe maybe it's easy to have them watch TV, but maybe you have a video that's more more to your liking, oh. or maybe, you know, you, they're working on an art project that you helped set up for them, or they're writing something about, you're, you're giving them ideas on, on writing how they could help, you know, others, or mm. they have pets that they could learn to care about. You could, just, you could just tweak it a little bit, because we have to face, our life is different now. The kid's life is different now than it was before, and we're not going to just go back, you know, backwards, but we can work with it. Like, I have a parent just last week was in with her son. And she says she has, they have two to three computer-free days a week so that there's no computer, no Wii games, and there's nothing. And at least she, she finds that helps balance, you know, everything that they normally do. And another parent just has um, no TV during the week but only like an hour on weekends. So you could work with that. I mean, I understand when parents are really busy because, that that's all over. Mm-hmm. But maybe you could have them doing slightly other things. Maybe they're. Um,
0: it just takes a little thought.
1: Yeah, you
0: have to stop and think. Yeah. One of the things Linda mentioned, and I want to address this, Linda, and maybe you can elaborate on this. Um, you talked about you know children in school and parents or teachers just saying to them, look, you know, don't wander, don't let your mind wander. You need to focus. So that actually raises a different issue for me, uh, uh, Dr. Resnick. And one of the, one of the issues that, that it raises is the whole ADD, ADHD generation of children. Right. Mm-hmm. And I say that because that's the way a parent put it to me one day. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, you know what? I've got, I've got a generational ADD kid. And I just thought, really? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I was like, really? Um, but we're not going to go into that. But the point is that there is now this whole classification of of children that are accused of not being able to focus. Are we forgetting something about these kids?
1: What are you, are you, we're forgetting what? What are you thinking
0: of? I'm thinking that, you know, I mean... They're highly creative, imaginative. A lot right. of them are the, are the most visible people you see on the planet yeah. in acting and theater right. and CEOs and, you know, running mega companies. But they're not focusing.
1: Right. It's, it's What is that about? focus? I mean, it's something real going on in your brain. It's not something people are making up. Right. But we are, you know, if we were all living on a farm or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we had a lot of freedom, it would be one thing. But the truth is. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not sure if which, the kids have to be, you know, they are in school, in a class, mm-hmm. they have to learn something, so it makes it more challenging for everyone, and because there's so many mm-hmm. children in a class, and there's one teacher usually, uh, it, it's hard to, if you have a few kids mm-hmm. that are have real difficulty paying attention, it's hard to teach the whole class, mm-hmm. so I have sympathy for both ends, and I had a mom in just the other day saying, well, the doctor said, my son might need medication, but if he was just living on a farm, he'd be fine. <laughs> and, you know, that's the truth. It, it's, I mean, in some parts of Europe, no, rarely kids are diagnosed with ADHD. It doesn't mean that their brains are different, mm-hmm. aren't different, because they are when you do functional, you know, MRI scans. Right. But uh, we have to, of course, we want to help them the best way we can, adapt. And then some people move schools it's not always possible to do that you know find a school that fits for a child Not always possible you just have one public school in your area yeah. so you know it is definitely an issue um to think about but to realize that it's not someone trying to make your kid be bad or anything it's mm-hmm. just this is our society and how can we adapt? How can we, What
0: will be a win-win situation for everyone? Well, and Linda, one of the things that I want to ask you about, because what uh, Dr. Resnick is talking about, the power of your child's imagination, and honestly, uh, you know, I didn't see an age uh, constraint on this book, uh, Dr. Charlotte. What I mean by that is, I didn't see the book say, oh, for children, five to ten. I mean... I looked at this book, and I could see applications in here for people of every ages. But, yeah. Linda, the question that, that I guess is coming up is, do you have somebody in your life that that you can be creative with, that if you had this book, you'd be able to sit down and do some of these creative things with him or her?
2: Well, I do have someone that's in my life that's like that, um, and she's older now. She's 21, um, mm. and it was very difficult for her growing up because she was, considered add Mm. um and her imagine i mean she loves photography and the pictures that she takes are not the norm you know if somebody takes a picture of a flower or something like that she takes very very different things that are strange things that are not that we wouldn't consider pretty
0: how wonderful Um, i I know yeah and she just
2: she loves doing that so and i guess What, what does she
0: do with her photography by the way
2: well, she's gone to craft shows and sold some of her pictures, okay. um, and people people just go crazy because it's so different. It's very unique. She's not the norm.
1: Mm. I think that's um, a really important point, Linda, about that she was considered ADHD growing up, but she's so creative, and she has this unique point of view. I love this. And um, yes, and you were you right also, um, Pat, saying earlier about how these kids are very creative and unique. and. We have to respect that. So we want to help them live in our world because they have to live in that world, but not squelch that creativity.
2: Right. And and the school was trying to do that when she was going. You know, when she was in in high, uh, grammar school and high school, they kept saying, "You know, you need to stay focused on this. This is not what we're drawing, but that's what <laughs> you sure know, and, and especially. Draw cats. Her cat would be so different than anybody else's cat. <laughs> they they thought she was playing or being a smart aleck. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I think you it's, know, hard, it's, it's much harder it's, for
1: kids who are very creative yes, growing up. Yes, uh, absolutely. It, it is, There's no
0: question. Yeah.
1: Most schools are for the masses and they teach, you know, to the to the average and it's very hard to help the kids or nurture you know, the kids who are on the outline.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine like Picasso in a traditional oil painting class? <laughs>
1: but it's true I mean I, I actually studied Psychology and art in yeah. college And yeah. I remember I did a very wild Painting and right. my teacher said to me Why are you drawing this Why don't you draw like a tree or
0: something Oh Wow you failed the psychology test <laughs> No I'm just kidding <laughs> Let's take a short break when we come back We've got Lita on the, on the phone Has a question for us Thank you Linda for these questions Thank you Dr. Charlotte We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show
5: Looking out a dirty old window below the cars in the city go rushing by I sit here alone and I wonder why Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca Maca Magic Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine Visit Macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
3: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there?
6: How come you're so happy? Because I know I'm lucky. I'm never lucky. Well, you can be. Whatever you tell yourself, you become. That's why I drink Aqua Mantra. Aqua Mantra? Yeah, it's a delicious spring water that has a mantra on the bottle. I just think I am lucky when I drink it, and lucky things have been happening for me. Are you talking about seriously i went on this camping trip with my friends and was pretty bummed about losing my job my friend gave me a bottle of this i am lucky water i focused on saying i am lucky with every sip and when i got home i got a call about a job opening that was perfect for me sounds crazy but it totally works so where can i get some i buy it online at aquamantra.com forward slash i am lucky join their newsletter and you'll get 10% off so i'm lucky already yeah The coolest part is Aquamantra is the first company to put their water in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for me and the planet. Lucky for me we had this conversation. You don't need luck. You create it. Check out Aquamantra.com forward slash I am lucky to generate your luck today.
4: Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on The Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on The Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, we've got uh, calls coming in. Um, what a great conversation. Dr. Charlotte Resnick joining us here today. Her book is The Power of Your Child's Imagination, How to Transform Stress and Anxiety into Joy and Success. Um, and, you know, honestly... Uh, when we're looking at this book, yes, it's a book for children, but it's a book. It's a family book. It's a book for uh, whether it's your immediate family or nuclear family. This is a book for people that care enough about each other to bring that spirit of success and imagination and what's possible to the forefront. And so what I love about what Charlotte has done is she's created a book about unlimited possibilities, but not just telling us about it. What she's done is she takes us through exercises and gives us incredible tools to use as families, friends, and more, um, we've got a call, uh, Doctor Charlotte. Um, why don't we, Benny?
3: Yeah, let's bring on Lita. She's calling in from Sammamish, and uh, her son's in a drama club, but uh, he's still having trouble finding, you know, friends that are want to venture out in the imagination that he's, you know, having fun with, you know, because some of the kids are kind of, I think, a little closed-minded to it. Mm. And let's see what she has to say. and She also has a comment uh, on about herself too. So, <laughs> Lita, are you there?
7: I am. I am. Hello. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I maybe it's because I was a drama geek when I was in high school, but I found a really great little imagination. um, Not so much traditional drama school doing classes in Seattle. And so, since the time that my little boy was about two, he's been going to these. I would call them imagination classes and they're so good about really letting the kids lead on these imaginative adventures. Yeah. And he is just the most creative little boy when it comes to his imagination and he comes home from school and says the other kids just don't know how to use their imagination <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and how wonderful of you to seek this out for your child and support him this way
0: absolutely so what what's the problem lita i mean what what did what trouble is he having well i suppose well just
1: his
7: own frustration of feeling you know a little bit of a disconnect yeah. with the other kids in his class and mm. um he really wants to go out and make the Make the playground into the pirate ship, and yeah. you know these are things that that I did. You know, when, certainly when I was a you didn't
1: kid. Say and you not been fifteen, did you? How no,
7: old he's five. Five. He's five. He's
0: five. He's wonderful. Yeah, he's five. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's going to be the next. You know, James Cameron. You know, we've got a little Avatar movie coming out of him. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's having trouble finding friends. Yeah. You know, isn't that Dr. Resnick sometimes the challenge for yeah. uh, creative kids?
1: Yes, very much so. Because, Uh-oh. Wait. Oh, that's another child. We've got another one right there.
7: <laughs> I have three. They're one, three, and five. Okay. Oh,
1: wonderful. Bless you. Okay. <laughs> and it is it is a challenge for a lot of kids. So I love the idea that he's in drama classes because yeah. he's more likely to connect p- with people yeah. like himself. And just to make <laughs> let him know, and I'm sure you're already doing that, He's great. He's fine, and yeah. and uh, other kids like other things, and that's okay too. But he's fine. Yeah, you know, a friend or Lita. two for himself. Well, I, I mean, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, you know,
0: as Lita and her son get to be more involved no. in other things in the public, Lita, right? Lita. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a talk radio host no. in the car. Um, I, isn't it possible that? Um, I, I, think a... I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can is, hear you Is fine. that your five-year-old? No. No, my three-year-old
1: is singing Thriller Night. I love that. <laughs> I was just
0: thinking, we're having a song happen. Next stop,
1: American Idol. I know, right?
0: I know. Um, but isn't it a matter of, of, of Lita really seeking out other groups, other parents that have similar children or not?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, and see what's available in Seattle. I bet there there are things going. Where are
7: you? You're not. in Seattle. You're or... in Seattle, right? Oh, great. Well, I'm over on the east side. We're on the east
1: side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just keep looking. You know.
0: Yeah. Keep yeah. Searching. Yeah, there there really are a lot, um, and you know he'll find somebody, don't you think? I mean, can I ask Lita? Can I ask you one more question? Uh huh. Um, he's not in trouble with his friends, right? He's just no. not feeling the love with them or the connection, right? And you could exactly. Also
1: to ask his teacher, ask the principal, find other kids in exactly. school that are in his grade or, or close to his grade that are creative like him as well. Yeah,
7: well, they're trying to start a drama club at his school, and right. only three people have uh, registered for it, and they need at least ten. Yeah. Of course, he's one of the three. And so i just like, can't we just rethink what we define success as? Totally. Yes. Yeah. And pull it back a little bit from this. Oh, super academic! You know, really need to get ahead and all these things, and and celebrate that creative imagination a bit more.
0: I think that there is a mission for you to do. You
1: could be the teacher. No, your I really do
0: because yeah. you know. I mean, you you're a perfect example. You have children, and this is important to you, Lita. I mean, this is something that I've been a champion of for years. I do not understand not having music and art in schools. I just don't get it. Um, and yet, uh, you're, what you're talking about is so important. So maybe what has to be done, Lita, is maybe you have to go to several schools. And maybe you have to form a co-op or collaborative of the schools in your area. I mean, oh my gosh, God forbid we cross board of uh Trustees, or whatever we've got, Board of Education people. But what if you were to do that, leader? What if you were to say, Look, we've got three in our school. This school over here has got three. This school over here has got three. Why don't we come together and do one program?
1: That would sure. do it. That would do yeah. it. Then they could adapt in their drama class. They could use the color we wanted to talk about, how we use color for healing. Yes. With with the kids, whether it's um, helping them with their fear or confidence. And, you know, the idea for me is going inside, saying you are afraid of something like the unknown. You don't know what's happening. You just, when you're doing that balloon breath and connecting, feel into your body where is your fear in your body. And what color is it? And, Lita,
0: we're going to get you a copy of this book. Huh? And you might want to get the school to get copies of this book. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. And
7: you... Oh, just want you said, mission, my mission, which I think and I also just wanted to share with all the mothers out yeah. there that one thing I've done is written a mission statement for motherhood, which oh. is a really core wow. thing that I have up in my kitchen in my bedroom. Oh, wow. I That's look at cool. it every day. I totally recommend it to anybody. Keeps everything in perspective.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you, Lita. I think we do have your information. And you know what? You can always call uh, Dr. Resnick. Maybe she can come talk at your school, too.
1: Yeah, and if you go to my website, imageryforkids.com, you sign up for the newsletter. What goes out immediately are the top ten things that kids want and need from their parents. So I'm sure you'll appreciate that. Okay, thank
0: you. That Thank you so much, Lita. Wow, wasn't that really... Dr. Resnick, I, yes. the hour has gone so quickly. We've got some great calls and yes. conversations. I think that Lita's question is really symptomatic of what's going on in the education system.
1: It, it is. It is. It's very sad about the art and music, but a lot of parents are trying their darndest to have it installed. And in. here we have star programs, after-school programs, or, or following it up on their own. And I'm not sure how or when we'll get the arts back into the schools, but I I do believe we will, because the pendulum always swings, first one way, then the other.
0: I really, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's such an important part of our development, period. You know, I mean, I. you know this. You work with yeah. adults. I work with adults. And, you know, I, I work with adults and we bring out the crayons and the finger paint right. and the clay and the whole. I mean, come
1: on. <laughs> I know. I'm going to D.C. next week to speak at a conference. I'm thinking, how do I get the crayons there? Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know what you do? I'll tell you from I've learned a little marketing since I've been doing this. Uh-huh. You call like Crayola and right. you tell them what they're doing and ask them if they would donate and ship them there. Brilliant. Yeah.
1: Right. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and think about it. How many people are going to be at your conference?
1: Uh, well, uh, well, at my talk, probably 150. Yeah,
0: good. Get them all there. Get them in <laughs> <laughs> I had true. to do that once with Legos. You know, thank you so much. Uh, I hope you will come back. Uh, oh, certainly, I would love to. I know we've got a lot that we've talked about, but there's so much that I didn't talk about. There's so much. I <laughs> know, including the little piece on self-hypnosis for kids. We yeah. haven't talked about about that. Yeah. So I hope you will come back. Please give out some information now so people know your website. They know how to get a copy of the book. Uh, and I hope Lita does take this book to her faculty. I know I'm going to take it to my uh, my spiritual community. Oh,
1: that would be great. I have totally. one principal that got my CD, the climbing Mountain of success for every teacher in school to start the year off right. So everyone could just go to my website, imagery 4 and that's F-O-R, and um you can go directly there's direct links to order the book on amazon and you actually they actually get if they order it online or whatever there's a page where they could put in their confirmation number and and have access to free like 80 free downloadable gifts oh nice and also special super deep discounts to the cds that go along with the book and that are outside the book that will help the kids connect with themselves and sort of relaxation therapeutic uh, CDs that are wonderful. Well,
0: thank you so much, Dr. Resnick. Thank you for joining us, and we can't wait to get you back. Let's take a short break, everyone. we come back, Krishna Das, Chance of a Lifetime. We're going to be talking about that and much more. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
3: I tried to swim again